Okay. This week's Parsha Mishpatim. Uh, I know it's been a while, but Baruch Hashem, uh, we're back, so let's jump right into it. So, uh, so we know this is not just Parsha Mishpatim, this is also Parsha Shkolem. What? Well, there's a flow, there's a flow. Not only that, there's plenty of flow, we're going to talk about it from, from a few different angles. And uh, you'll tell me, you'll pick up which way you feel is the, is the most important uh, way to uh, attack it. But before that, we first have to just talk about Stamazo, it's Parsha Shmata, Parsha Shkolem. And usually, usually, it always falls out that way. How come? What's so, what's so, what's so why, how do we connect Shkolem with uh, Parsha Shmata? So I saw a nice word from Reb Zevin in Torah Lomay Adam, and he says a beautiful thing. He says that we know when a person gets something, right? When a person is kind of something, how is a person kind of something, right? Generally, when Ruven wants to buy something, so he goes to the store and he buys something. So what happens? What type of Kenyan is done? So we have that whole Parsha exactly how to, how to deal with that. But there's another way of something can become kinda to from Ruven to Shimon as well. That can be through Geneva. That can be through Hezek. There's other ways of that as well. So the question is, is how do you make that thing whole? So it's not just one way for Reuven to be kind of from Shemin. There's a second way as well. So that's one way of looking at it. And the, so too, when it comes to with uh, with Bain uh, Adam Lamakim, it's the same concept. We know that a person can always be misnadev to bedekabayis a carbon, or he wants to give matanam. These type of things are as well as as is a possibility as well. What he can do with the besamekdash with the rabbi shalom. But there's another thing. There's something called kapara. When we do something wrong, how do we fix it? How do we make it better? He says, that's what this week's parsha is. This week's parsha, we're taking cases of people who were ba'avot, who got hurt, who got, who got uh, lost, and it became someone else's, right? We know we deal with Sharnizik, we, we deal with, with, with uh, the Tessel and Evadivri, with all different things of making someone whole. So too, parsha shkolem, what are we doing? We're doing for the kapara, for the eagle. The same thing, the, the collecting the machs shekel is the same concept. He says that's why it always comes together with Parsha Shkalim, with Parsha Mishpatim, because it's always coming from that aspect of how we do Kenyan. So that's why you always find those two, that they correlate together, because they're the same concept. Okay, that's one. Okay, now I saw, and I, I heard actually, a nice word from Rav Zruk, and he said a beautiful thing. He says, we know how Parsha Yisrael ended. We talked about first Asaras and Dibras, and then it spoke a little bit about the Mizbeach, and then all of a sudden it starts Ve'el Mishpatim. So, we're gonna get, we're gonna ask the famous question: What connection does Mishpatim have to to Yisrael? But now let's go ask from a, he 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 asked the question the other way. He says, if you finished with Nizbeach, why isn't Parshas Truma next? He says, we know that the, you, you're dealing with the with the Kalim and Mizbeach, so continue straight into Parshas Truma. Why is Parshas Mishpatim here at all? That's one thing. <clears throat> and then he talks about and he says he says the, the we, we know at the end of this Parsha after Shishi. It does. It, it, it talks about the whole mice like it repeats itself of Har of uh, Har Sinai when Moshe went up to get the luchos and everything. He says that should also be at the what's it called? That should also be in last week's parasha. Why is it doing over here? But he asks even stronger. He says Lamaisa, We know what happened. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu went up. He got the luchos. But the problem was is when he came down, he broke those luchos. And we know that of Sivan is when is 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 this day, and we celebrate it. And he asks 
Lamaisa, why do we celebrate it? Lachayra, those luchis were, were, were broken, so Vav Sivan should be nothing to us. What should be the Yanta for us? It should be Yom Kippur, because that's when the second pair of luchis came down, and that's what we have, that's what we celebrate. So this whole concept of what happened, what's going on in this parasha, he explains that there's more going on over here. So first he talks about, let's, let's get into why isn't Truma next. So we know, well, let's go the other way, I'm sorry. Why is Vav season Yantif? So he explains there's three things that happen, quote-unquote, in the Shaduch. First it starts with Arison. What's Arison? Arison is you take the lady and you make her usher to the rest of the world. Right now she's not locked up, but she, she's, she's off limits. She says that's part one. He says, what's part two? He says, part two is called Shtar Ksuba. So Shtar Ksuba means what are the Chrais for the Chosen to the Kala and the Kala to the Chosen. You know, the negotiations, as they say. He says, that's part two. And part three... Part three is actually the Suwin, where now they taka become much of each other, the chasen and kala, that they become a uh, for each other, they become responsible. Now they become, they belong to each other. He says that that's what happened over here. He says, Vav Sivan, what happened? Vav Sivan, when the Abrisa came down and gave Sashar's Nibris, that was the Arisim. That's what happened. He says, what is going on over here? He says, the next step is Parsh Mishpatim. He says, this is all the Shtar Ksuba. He says, everything over here is what we have to do for the Rabbani Shalom. And the, what the Rabbani Shalom is going to do for us. We see the brachas at the end, if we're going to follow what he's going to do for us. We see what goes on. He says, and when Moshe came down at the end, and with the whole thing, with the, when he broke the luchas, he says, all Moshe did was he broke the what's it called. He broke the Shtar Ksuba. So what happens then? You have to rewrite a Shtar Ksuba. So that's what we see later with Karas Abris. We see by Parshas Bahar. We see later in the, in the in, 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 in Devarim where it comes again, when Moshe goes through all the, all the mitzvahs and everything. That's the new Shtar Ksuba what's going on. He says, but this is what Parshim Mishpatim is. This is, in, in, in essence, and quote-unquote, not negotiations, but this is a tnam. We're, 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 we're promising each other what we're going to be achrei for each other as well. And that's what's going on over here. So that's what we're doing when, when we're, we're describing now all these details, all these type of halachas. This is specifically t- for the Shtar Ksuba that's going to make us achrei for one to the other. So, the question is, is now, once we have this, let's go back to the original question. So why isn't Parshish Truma next? L'chari, you started with Mizbeach, you should continue with Mizbeach. So he says that in order for us to be able to go to the Mizbeach, first you have to know what's considered kosher money. We see what happens over here at the end of Parshish Yisrael. We talk about that what type of stones we're going to use to build the Mizbeach. And the, and the Torah says straight out that it doesn't want any stones that are gozis, that are, 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 are hewn out, what anything that's what's it called, that's chiseled out. Why? Because it's bars involved and barzel kills and anything that's what's it called anything that's used with barzel we don't want in the, in the mizbeach why because mizbeach is, is, is supposed to be for kapara it's for for kedusha to the rabbi shalom and barzel something that kills we don't want to have the same thing connected he says so to pashmishpatim pashmishpatim is telling you when you have money how did you get that money is it kosher money did it, is, is it someone else's money does it doesn't really belong to you when we want to sit there and 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 kuli truma we have to know that this is kosher money that they can take a go he says so first we have to know what the halachas are do these Things are, are these kosher for us? Can we use this type of money? And that's what we need to understand. So that's why Parsha Shatim Taka comes in between the Parsh, the what's it called, the 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 the, the Mizbeach and Truma. Okay, so that's that's what, uh, uh, that's from that angle. Now let's go to the other side. So. The famous question I saw it brought down by the Sif Sechichom, I saw it brought down by the Rav Bartanura. He says that Rashi, we know, it says, on the Elam Ishpatim, he asked a very good kasha. He says, first of all, Rashi says, Rashi says, I apologize, one second. Yes, recording. Rashi says that 
what's the Eila to tell you that this is connected to Har Sinai? So we ask a Dever Pasha, and the Rav, and they all these, they ask a Dever Pasha, he says, I understand, when we came to Parshish Bahar, we had this whole thing to know, Ma Inyan Shemitah, Eitzel Har Sinai, that we had to know that this was also given by Har Sinai. L'chayr, it's never Pasha, it always is given by Har Sinai. We saw that we needed the Chiddush then. Why would you think here by Parshish Batim, it's not given by Har Sinai? That's A. And B, in the Rashi, it says, in the middle, Lama Nismicha Parshish Dinan Leparshim Mizbech. Why would it say this Parsha over here? So the Rav asks as well, he says, doesn't understand. He says, whenever we ask that question, we ask that question from Zichalain. We never need. Once this happens, then we ask this question. So what changed over here that we should, under, we should ask the question from step two instead of a step one? So he's Masmur, he says like this. He says that, he says a Chiddush, that the Eila is telling you straight out that Moshe Rabbeinu was still on Har Sinai when this was given out. We know that the Rabbeinu Shalom told everyone what level they're supposed to go on to Har Sinai. And then later on in the parashah, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu should come up so the Rabbeinu Shalom could give him the parashah, the what's it called, whatever, whatever he's needed, to <coughs> whatever levels he needs, whatever, whatever for, the, for, the, for the Torah, for the mitzvahs, for the chukim, for Tanakh, all these different things. So what is he saying? There, so the Rav says, no. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu, the same way the Rabbani Shalom gave that source, the Rabbani Shalom gave this as well. He gave these mitzvahs as well as Parshim Shpatim. He never went down. He says, later in the Parshim, what we see after, what, af- what happens after Parshim Shpatim, that came after, and that's what he added later. So the Elis is telling you that this is together with the Asaras of the Bris. Then the question begins, so where did the Parsha of the Mizbeach come in between? Why is there a, a Hafsaka? And that's good for what Rashi's asking. If you want to tell me that Va'elah, this was given, like that Sarah Sidibus was giving, mm-hmm. so what happened that you got the Mizbeach involved over here? So that's where the Rashi comes and answers no, because you have to understand that even though these were given together with the Sarah Sidibus, the whole Cheshbon is, is to know that, the, that, that, that what's called, that, that, to know that the Sanhedrin has to be next to the Mizbeach. The same concept. But the Emes, it's only because these Mitzvahs are given together with the Sarah Sidibus, did we have that question. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known. And that's what the Lashon is. Va'elah HaMishpatim is telling you that, the, that these mitzvahs as well were given together with the Aseris Dibris. Fine. <clears throat> Rabdaiv Schwartzman, he says a nice shot as well. He says, why do you Dafka have this next of Bayach? So he says, we learn a very uh, fascinating thing. We say that even though we know there's going to be Mich Sneivad, there's no Erva actually when the, when the Kehanim are going up on the ramp, he says, we still know we have to take baby steps because it shouldn't look like it. It shouldn't give the wrong idea. He says, so to Dayonim, when it comes to an actual, uh, an actual case that they get in front of them, as much as they can know the territory, they can know what's going on, they should still take it slow, go through it slowly and easy. And he says, just like a Mizbeach is a way of us, how we get closer to the Rabbeinah Shalom, he says, this is Parshmash Batam. It's a way of Ben Adam Chaveri. It's the same level that how it's going to bring us together closer to the Rabbeinah Shalom. Fine. <coughs> okay, let's go right in the pasuk. The pasuk says it's if So Rabbi Vigdan Nevitzal asks. He says he doesn't understand. He says lifneihem. What would be the shail of someone else? Who else should Meishar Rabbeinu be giving the the Torah to? Why would you think it's someone else? So he's masbul. He says you have to understand something. He says Meishar Rabbeinu. He was on a much higher level. We know that when Moshe went up to Shemayim, his level of, 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 of understanding and to know what's going on, the time and what's going on, was a whole different uh, level than us. He says that there, when it was time to come after 40 days, what did the Rabbani Shalom tell him? He says, you have to take this down to, to Klai so that they should be able to learn this. He says, you have to take it on a level that they'll understand. He says, lifnei means for them to understand. He says, it's not the same reasoning what we know up here. The way we understand things, that's one thing. He says, but the way they have to judge the world 
world, they have to understand things that they can paskin. He says, you have to give it to them on their level. He says, Dafka, that's what Lefnehem, that it should be on their level. I, what's going to be if that's not the two, the, the MS of Pshat? So why would the Baruch Shalom say that? So we know there's a famous concept, that, what's it called? That you could be, the Baruch Shalom works it out. Whatever the Cheshbon is, he's going to make sure. But as far as we can know, as, we, as we're a Chroi for, that is on that level that we understand. So that's Dafka, the Lefnehem, it should be on our Hasbara, uh, that we, we understand it. The revolt from the Baal he asks, he says, he brings rather from a Taisus and Kedushin, and he says that we know that it says Lifnehem is for a different reason. Lifnehem, because maybe you think for Gerim. He, he says, why would you think Gerim? We know Gerim aren't allowed in a Bezdin. So there are certain Tanoam that the Gerim are allowed. Where are the Tanoam? He says, let's say they're the biggest Tamid al And he brings a riot from Shmai Vavtalian. We know that they were Gerim, and still they were the Rosh Av Bezdin. They were there in charge. And the, how could they be? They were Gerim. Because at the end of the day, there's a few different times that Kaisro. Accepted it. One if Klai Yisrael uh, uh, um, appointed them. Another one if the if the Malvin, whatever the 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 Tain and the Nitta and, 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 and from both sides they were masking that he should be the judge. There are certain things. So Dafka has to be Lefnehem that even if you though you might accept Gerim that they can give up Sakdin this, but Goyim Goyim will never be accepted. So that's Dafka Lefnehem and even who they're allowed to accept. So that's the revolt. <coughs> okay. The different shawl, he asked a nice shayla as well. He says, what's going on over here? We're saying that these are the mishpatim. He says, what happened to all the mitzvahs from before, from the, and the mitzvahs of Mara? We know that the Rabbani Shalom gave us all these things as well. Why are these the, the first mitzvahs that we're dealing with? So he's masmer, he says, no. He says, actually, you could say that they're hara, uh, 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 the, the Ramban, he says that pshat is that until now, the, the, even the B'nai Noyach, what we had to, we had, whatever, even the mitzvahs of what's it called, that we had in Morrow, was only on, on a level of uh, mitzvahs B'nai Noyach. What was the level of mitzvahs B'nai Noyach? That you have to know it exists, that you know you don't need Avram and Achai. I, maybe, the, or, or even the Dinah, or the Zara, whatever these, these things were, he says it was a very, very superficial level, very surface. We, only, we knew what it meant. He says, now, now we became a Hasbar. Now we finally started to understand Pshat in actual what's going on. Time of the Quran, these type of things, that's what was going on over here. We're trying to learn what's Pshat in, and that's the difference between here and the mitzvahs that were given in Mara. Okay. There's Naimah Torah asks, and it's a famous question, they all ask, and he says, you know, why now? Why Evid Ivri now? Right? We're moving on to Evid Ivri a little bit. <coughs> he says, why is, is the first thing that's coming out, and you're going to talk to them about Evid Ivri, what, why, why, why is that the topic we pick? So, his Masbury says that the concept, as we all know, that you strike while, you strike while the iron is hot. You're talking about Klai Yisrael just left Mitzrayim. Klai Yisrael was, for 210 years, they were Avadim. They understand, they actually can be sympathy and, 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 and appreciate what it means to be an Evid. They understand what, how torture is and how hurtful it is. He says, when you want to be able to do something, now's the time to, when you, you, a person has a felt for it, you speak to him now. I, you, it's not going to be Nagay. Now, everyone over here, no one, who's falling into the parish of, 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 of having Aeneas or, or, or Geneva? Everyone has, they're all a shirim now. Why would you think now's time? He says, it's not about that. It's about that now it makes, you know, when you get inspiration and you do nothing with it, so then it's a waste of inspiration. But now when you're actually excited and you do something about it, you give them the Allah, they get into it, they, 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 they internalize it, it becomes part of them. He says, that's what, uh, what uh, makes the biggest uh, accomplishment. That's how you were able to connect. And he's mad when he says that Chazal says, and it's brought down in uh, in, uh, in in Mishlei, I believe in Mishlei. Shlomo Melech says that 
maybe Kehalas, I forgot where it is. He says one of, one of the three of the scariest things possible in this world is when the Evid actually comes one day, becomes the king. He says, he says, we're all Sparta Melech, and how quickly we forget what we came from and what we did. He says, so now that, yeah, they all have them, but now is the time when they still understand it. Now's the time you want to make the Rosham and talk to them. <clears throat> okay. And if, so a few other people ask the same kasha, they say, they say, our case of Evid Ivri is such a hard case to find. You know, besides the fact that, let's say, you're only talking about a, uh, who, who becomes, who is sold for, for, for uh, Evid Ivri? You need Dafka, someone who's a Ganif. You need someone that they have to steal whatever they're going to be for six years worth. The, 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 the Rambam gives a, a whole list of different things. Well, it has to be uh, something that's capable uh, and kafetzim. It has to be something that does aid them. It has to be, uh, it, 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 Mamish boils it down to very specifics. And to find it is very hard. Like, I'll give you an example. A Goslin, a Goslin wouldn't be sold. Someone who does Hezek, when he's about, or, or now he owes you money, you don't sell him. Someone who's about Chayef, he can't pay, you don't sell him. So, so why would you give such a such a, diff, a difficult type of mitzvah to find? If you were going to give the first mitzvah that we should be focused on, it should be something that encompasses encompasses everyone. Everyone should be included in it. Something that we can all do. Why are you tafka taking something that is so minute, so hard to do? So the Talmud Rebbe says a married gazach. He says that we know that what happens. He says why don't we tafka give a selakaslan? He says what's the difference? He says a ganif. A Ghanif is someone who wants to make sure no one's looking. But why does he do what he's doing? He says because he's, he wants to make a quick buck. He wants to have the, uh, have a, uh, be on easy street. He wants to make a few dollars. And that's it. And, enjoy, rely, or, uh, and, and relax and enjoy life. He says if someone sees him and someone knows what he's doing, he's never going to do it. He's scared. He says, what happens? He says, a Goslin. A Goslin is not scared of no one. He does whatever he wants. He says, but... And the Torah, the Torah is not like uh, we understand the punishment. Punishment, you know, let's say someone is, is, is a thief in, uh, in America, what happens? They send him to jail. Why well, you do your 10 years in jail and they hope they'll make a mensch out of you. That's not what the Torah does. The Torah does is they give you an oinish that actually it's going to two-wife something. What is a two-wife? We know when you're avdis, what happens? Yes, it's very hard for the, for the other, you know, someone, they say someone who, what's it called, who buys an avid is buying, a, what's it called, he's buying a master for himself. But at the end of the day, and, and Avdus is hard, and Avdus is, you're on 24-7, you're you have to work hard, you have to do things that, what's it called, that mamish, break your mentality. Things you thought you were able to take it easy, now you have to, what's it called, now you have to mamish work. He says, that, that his mouth, he says, that's good for what's going on over here. We know the Adam L'Amal Yula, that's what a person's here for. The Rebbe gave us the Torah, he gave us work, he gave us hard, not hard work, but things, we, we, we constantly have to be working on, on our Amidas, on Torah, on whatever the issues are. There's nothing that's, that we sit back and relax. He says, that's the concept. He says, we're sending someone who wanted to be lazy, someone who wanted to make a quick buck, and understand, there's no quick way about anything. This is something that we're always going to be working, we're always going to be uh, uh, focused on it and try to better ourselves. He says, so yeah, the first, part, the first mitzvah we needed to take is dafka evidently, because that's going to teach us that no matter what, we're here to work. And once we can change that characteristic, whatever, however what it is to put it ingrained in us, that's the message that has to be given over. And that's the message that every gives us. It teaches us that this is how we are absorbed and that now we're going to have to be worker people. We're not going to have to be people that lay the gaze and sit home all day and do nothing. There's no such thing as a, as a quick buck. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> There's a nice safer that Meshav Nefesh. He says that if you see the Lushan, that it says, Kisikna Eved, Ivri. But if you look a few psukim uh, later, when it comes to Amma, it says, Vichi Yimcha Ish as Bita Ila Amma. 
So he asks, why does it change from kisikna as second person, meaning when you when you're gonna buy, to the chiyimchar that if it happens that someone sells to third person. So he says he says that that in the way it works is we learn even how to talk from the rabbi Shalom. He says that. When who are we talking about sickness? We're talking about some guy on the street who sees who's going who's going to buy an Evid. This person did nothing wrong. He's going to he's going to help this person. He needs to he, he you know he wants to help the person not be a slave to someone else. He wants to do something good for the person. He says, "What happens by chiyimkar?" That's a nebuch. A guy's down on his luck and he has to sell his daughter. He says, "Ki sikna means is when we're going to do this is because people want to do good." He says, "The Rambam says that's going to happen." He says, "Chiyimkar means if it should happen that a person's an azam matzav for whatever the reason is, then this is how you how you deal with it." But the Rambam doesn't want to give up sakhola that it's going to come that you're going to come and you're going to have to sell your daughter. So you see, you learn how to, how to talk when it comes to saying things are unfortunately full to you, and when things that you can do and you're expected to do as well, he, so he's medayik on that lashon and to, to show that. Okay. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, he, he focused a little bit, he says, Evid Ivri. He says, over here, we consider it a description. He says, all of the Torah, when it says Evid, it says, Evid Ivri, Ivri, he gets it, it's more of a, of a description. Here, he's, here he uses a description versus everywhere else, it's more like a, a name. He says, why over here do we use it Ivri as a, as a description and everywhere else differently? So Yaakov, he goes back and he's Masber, very interesting. He says, that where does the Lashon Ivri come from? We know it comes from Aver. What was Aver? Aver was, uh, was uh, Yeshiva, right? We know that uh, Avram went there, we know Yaakov went there. He says that what was the Lashon Ivri? And he brings down from a few different psukim, he brings down from Tanakh, how it describes is that they were called an Ivri because you subscribed to their religion, to the way they thought, the way their beliefs were. And that's how we understood what an Ivri is. An Ivri is, is people, they weren't from around here, they all got together and they were all part of this yeshiva university, call it whatever you want, but that's what, they, 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 they were part of this religion and therefore they became an Ivri. He says that an Ivri was such a, because that is what described you, and that's all you had in common, that that's now became a derogatory term. He says, why? He says, an Ivri means I have nothing else besides this religion. He says, Evan Ivri means that I have no land, I have no money, I have nothing. So someone like that, we're saying, is Azam Matzik, that he has to be sold. For whatever reason is, is because if he would have money, if he would have something that he could pay back, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be an ani, or he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be chayef to be sold for his gneva. He says so. Dafka over here, we're using that lashon is is that all he has is that he's, he's he has the knowledge of uh, of religion. That's Rabbi Yaakov. Okay. Next. Okay. So there's a famous kasha I saw brought down in the Chinuch Chista by Rabbi Avram Gurowitz. And the the the, the, the Kliyaka talks about it. The Moshe's Kedus talks about it, and he says that we know that what happens after six years, we know that uh, if the Eved Ivri doesn't want to go out, what do we do? We take him and we drill in his ear. We take him to the doorpost, and we drill in his ear. And Rashi's Mazmer to us, and he says, "Why do we drill in his ear?" And it says it says a tubshatim. Either one because this ear that heard her Harsinai like Signai went and. And, and the Gneva, or because he was in the, and Eretz Yisrael and the Mitzrayim, and he was there, and he, and he knows that he was only the Yeravadai of the Rabbanu Shlomo, not no longer the Avadim anyone else. So how could you stay and stay here longer? So the famous question that they all ask is, is I don't understand. If you tell him you're drilling because of Leisignov, so he did that on day one. Why are you waiting until day until, until year six for him to decide if he wants to stay here or not? Lachiri, he should go out uh, he should, at, at day one. He should already drill him if that's if that's the, the if you're drilling because of Leisignov. What happens? 
So, and grab it, it even gets stronger. The Moshe Skidami says, I don't understand. If you're telling me you're hurt, you, you, uh, because he hurt in Harsinai, Loisignai, and that's why you drill him, so maybe you should drill him for Loisirtzach or for Chelo Shabbos or not being Kabbalah Savicha, all these things. Why are you only picking for Loisignai? Anyone who did all that says, he should also get his ear drilled. Why are we Dafka only picking these cases? <coughs> so, the what's it called? So, so Rav Ram Gerwitz, he goes through, all, it's a very lengthy thing, but he talks about that there's a concept. By we see in Parshas Nachmun, the Haftorah, that it says that the, the hills, when Mashiach comes, that they're no longer going to be hills, the valleys are no longer, they're all going to be fl- straight and plain, and they're, they're going to be straight plateaus with, with uh, no difficulties. And they ask, why? This is beautiful. Why would you do that? So here is Maramazit to Tshuva, that when it comes to Tshuva, you never want someone to see their past, because it always makes them feel bad of what they went through and what goes on over here. He says the concept is like this. He says the same thing by the Evid. He says the Evid, you get a taiva, the matzav is not in punkti, he had a shvach moment. Whatever the case is, he never could fall apart on himself. And that's why he never could either he did gneva or, or he put in, he got in the matzav of Aeneas, whatever it is, he says, but. Once you take him, and, and what we're supposed to do, like we spoke out, that the, the whole point of Avdus is to teach a person, ingrain in him, that there's more to life, and there's more ways you, you behave, and the more ways you act. He says, as soon as he's able to get out, he should run. He says, and that's, that's what the Klai Yaker says, that that's, that's why you take him to the door. He says, we gave you a Pesach to get out of Avdus, and you want to stay in, we have to take you to the door. He says, he, so there must be, he says, he says, that what happens at six years? At six years, by him saying, no, I want to stay longer, we know it's Pshadas, is not a Shvach Mamont. We, we know that he's Dak, it's not about his Oynes. He's made, got up and tells, no, no, I enjoy this life, this is what I want. So I'm happy I did a Geneva. So Oiba Zoi, so then Taka, then, then we have a problem. Then you, you need to get, you, you proved to us that you, that, 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 that you didn't do something because you were scared, you did something because it was wrong. So if it was wrong, so now it's time that you have to do that. Right, I saw it's interesting. The the the, the Cheskuni says no. It's punfaker. It's a good thing that someone who has to be an evid longer. He says if you drill the the the, the father, then we'll always know he's an evid ivri. We'll know for yichus that he'll be good. He'll be kosher. <laughs> That's what he says. But uh, it's it's a far fetched idea. To, but uh, just a, a different concept. Okay, fine. Let's move on. <clears throat> There's a, a beautiful of Schwab that he says that we see later in the parsha, still before Shani. That we want to call that it says Maka Ish Vemes Maishimos. Sorry, not that one. Here it says Umaka Ove Veimay Maishimos. Then it says Vegoinev Ish Umachroy Venems Biyadim Maishimos. Then a Makal Ove Veimay Maishimos. And they ask Kashi says, "Where's this middle pasuk? Where's coming Vegoinev Ish kidnapping? How does kidnapping fall bechlal in between these two parshas? One, you hit your father or mother, and the other one, if you curse your father and mother, what shaykh is the kidnapping?" So Shab says, "Beautiful." He says, "A parent, he always sees their child as their extension of them." He says that a parent always likes to see whatever they didn't do right or they didn't, can't do successfully or they would do better and their child has that opportunity. They tell them what to do and they want them to do that. He says, unfortunately, sometimes that can be to the detriment. He says, a child, a child has to be able to, let's say, spread its wings. It has to be able to think for itself. It has to make its own decisions. Every person's different. So yeah, we're talking about, yeah, a, a child can do to a parent, to make a, 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 a vimei, but a, ch- a parent can also be a kidnap a, 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 a child. A parent can force the child, no, I want you to do it this way. And whether it's by words or whether it's tough on them or whether, ah, I'm sorry, my friend, this is in front of you, but uh, <laughs> he says, what's it called? 
whatever, whatever, sometimes the parents can be tough for the child to make them, put them into a situation to make these decisions. So this is the same love that you have to realize that from a parent's point of view, you cannot do that either because you'll be over this love as well. So that's Dafka, why it's going over here because sometimes the relationship with a parent could be strong on the child and it could force them into a position that they don't want to be either. And that's Dafka, why we put it in between these two that can cause a child to act this way to a parent. Okay. <coughs> Let's call it a Viter. So, the Tolma Rebbe, he asks that we know Viter, now we're, in, we're up to Shlishi, but uh, we're talking about Dal Vehe. So, if you look at the Psukim, it says about Dal Vehe before it even talks about Kefal. So, the question is, is why, usually you would have a build up. Why do you jump and talk about Dal Vehe before you even get to describe what goes on with Kefal? So the Talmud Rebbe, and, and he even asked Tarki, he says, if you look at Rashi, the way Rashi explains the reasoning for Dalvehei, he says he's Mazmut that the two separate reasons, and the funny part is there's a Gemara and there's a Medrash, and they both bring down that there's a Machlekes. And, and technically you could say the, that the reasons are really arguing, but the way Rashi describes it, it looks like they're working hand in hand. And not only that, Rashi doesn't, it doesn't describe it as machlekes. Rashi brings uh, a target medicine who, what's it called, who's masbered the same way the way Rashi says it, that it flows and that it could be working together. And the question really is, is why wouldn't Rashi quote a medrash or a gemara versus target medicine? So the Torah Rebbe is Masber, and he says very simple. He says that we have to understand something. Like we said before, by Gneva, Gneva is from the easiest things. Why? Because Gneva, we want that people shouldn't see what's going on. We want it to be quiet. It should be, it should be what's called hidden. No one should see. He says, what better way to do Gneva than by, than by taking a Tzainu Bakr? Why Tzainu Bakr? Tzainu Bakr are animals that cannot be hidden. You can't put them in your house. They have to be outside in the pasture. They have to be available out there. So something that's available is much easier to steal. He says, the reason why we're saying, and he brings Rameir, that he says Dafka, the, why Shur is, is, is five times, is because a Shur is the hardest working animal. A shur has the hardest job, the biggest schleps, everything it does, it's, it's, it's stronger than a chamar, whatever the case is, it's more, it's more achroi, it's more jobs for it, and that's, that's the ultimate uh, thing. He says, you took something because you wanted to make, like we said, a ganaf tries to do a chit-chak and then make, and make money. He says, you took something that was the hardest thing, the, the biggest damage you could have done, you did. He says, he says, to do that, he says, we have to give you the ultimate punishment. He says, that's one way. But there's another way, and that's the other madamer who says that you have to look something, that as much as you want to teach someone a lesson, the only way to work with them is when you feel for them. And he says, and that's really what sign is. What happened by sign? Sign is you, uh, you only pay four times because we feel bad. There's Rachmanis. He had Bizyonis. He had to carry him. He couldn't walk it out. He says, when you try to work with someone who went through a difficult parsha, he says that if you feel for them and say, you know what? I know it was hard for you. And you know what? Because it was hard for you, I'm going to give you a little bit less. He says, you have a much better way of getting through to that person. He says, and that's the two reasons. He says, Rashi could have brought the Gemara 100%, but Rashi wanted to show you sometimes from two different aspects, you're able to get, uh, you're, you're able to uh, accomplish the same thing. Sometimes you got to be tough, but sometimes you got to be more, uh, accom- not accommodating, but more, more uh, uh, feel for the person and work with the person. He says, when you're able to do that, you get a lot, more, a lot further. He says, and that's Taka why he, tr- he, 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 he brought the, uh, the Targi Medicine because that had the connection that it wasn't one against the other, it was that they both can work tandem together and give over the same message. So that's why he says that. That's one. 
Rosh Hashanah Fal Hirsch says it a little bit different, but he says similar to what we're saying. That we, ne- we said that Dal Vehei is because we said that the, that the animals are out in the open. He says, but it's more than that. He says, why don't people steal Tzainu Bakar? He says, because we're asking everyone, everyone, all the, all the people in the field are, are being protected, they're being shamers on it, whatever it is, but everyone's part of it. He says, you had the chutzpah to go steal from everyone, not just the Balabas. He says, something like that, now you, you hurt everyone. You didn't just hurt us, because now you made this place not a safe place anymore. He says, by creating this place not a safe place, now you're a chroy to pay for everyone. So you have to pay Dal Vahe for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, almost, it's not almost, uh, any more careful, and that's why you have to give more for such a thing. That, that's what the what's called. Because everyone, everyone puts a second bucket you can't keep in your house, you can only keep in the field. So everyone is watching, I know where yours is, you know where mine is, right? So we all respect each other's property. We're not going near that. We're part of that. So by someone to come in and take from you, that means that mine's not safe either anymore. So you made this whole area much, a, a much more scarier place. If you make this place a scarier place, you affected everyone. I might have stole one person's, but now everyone lives in that fear now, because it's all possible that this is no longer a trustworthy place. You got to pay more. You damaged everyone over here. So that's what Rav Shamshon Falher says. Okay, let's go fight. <coughs> the Maral, he says that, uh, he asks Akash, he says, later on in the, in the parasha, says, Ki im telave, if you're going to have money, you're going to have to lend to, to people who don't have. So Rashi very famously says that this key doesn't mean, uh, doesn't mean uh, if, it means you have to do it. That when. So Fret the Maral, he says, if that's the case, why do we use the Lush and Ki Why don't we just use the Lush and If? So he says very gishmak. He says you're right. He says 100 percent that it should say if. But the difference is here is that when you lend the money, you better lend it as if. That understand that what's it called? That he, you don't. He doesn't owe you anything, and he's not doing you a favor. You're playing pushed. You have a schus to be in a position that you can do, and you don't have to make him feel like that. That not that you that that, that he that, that what's called that he owes you, and that you're out of the goodness of your heart. You're gonna do this. No, no, no. Playing push is the opposite. That you want to be uh, come forward to help him, and that's the way it is. And 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 and, and, and morale goes vital. He says, and if you don't, you're taka, you're over on lending the money. It's a bigger problem. So he says, that's Dafka, why you have to use the lotion of key and tell the, that you have to keep that too. Okay. <clears throat> There's a, what's it called? The famous Dasakanim that talks about, that we know that if you, that if you find a trefa in the field, we say you're supposed to give it to the, what's it called? You're supposed to give it to the Kelev. Uh, so there's a famous caution. And he asks, he says, why? He says, I don't understand. He says, what's the dog's job? The dog's job is to keep away the wolves. He says, if there's a trefer, that means the dog didn't do his job. So if the dog didn't do his job, why are we giving him the, the trefer? That's the last person we should give it to. You don't rep- or, uh, reward someone for not doing his job. He says, you're right. He says, he said, and, and this is the famous Moshe, the Chavetz Chaim always said it about the, what's called, about the Rabbani Shalom with, uh, with our Neshama. He says, you're right, we're not perfect. He says, but how many times do we do it right? He says, if now's the only time you find the trefer, that reflects on me that until now I did the job right. He says, and that's what we're rewarding. And that until now, for the last 10 years, there were no trifles. So here, yeah, you're right. Taka, today was a bad day, an off day. Well, you weren't feeling well, whatever the question was. Today wasn't good. So today, we're going to give you the trifle. Today, we're going to show you a reward for all the other times you did it good. Today, we're going to, we're going to show you that, what's it called? That, that it's not a problem for everything else. Okay. There's two more minutes. Let's just finish two things, and then we'll finish up. Okay, the, there's later on the Pasukim, after all the Dinim, it has a very interesting Lashon. It says when it comes to the Bracha, 
it says, in Alashan Rabbim, it says, Va'avadatim es Hashem Aleikeichem. Where is it? Hold on. So Vavadatem is a Lashon Rabbin, but then all of a sudden it changes to Vavadatem is a Lashon Rabbin. So why does it change to a Lashon Yochid? So the Ksav Sefer says the Gazach, and we'll just say it quick because we don't have time. Vavadatem means is that he goes like Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says that we know that as much as a person, you're supposed to teach your son an umnus. Whether, whatever it is, but the mo- but most important thing is, whatever you teach him, he says, teach it to him for as short as possible, because the real job, the, the way you want it to be matzlich, is he has to learn how to dive into the Rabbani Shalom, that the same person who gives this person hashtag can give this person hashtag. He says, Vavadatem means is we all do our own hashtagos, we all do our own work to the Rabbani Shalom, but the way that we're going to get what paid back, that's all, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be Yechidus, however Hashem's going to reward us for everything we do. We will have a chil, and, and, and there's another man who said, I think it was Borsen, is talking about Dach Betfila, right? So let's Use tefillah. He says, "Vavadatem." We all we all daven to the Rebbeinu Shlom. He says, "One person has a mitayich simcha. One person mitayich yira. One person mitayich. He's he's in trouble. He needs everyone has their own cheshbonus. So everyone on the way you do your work, that's the way you get rewarded." He says, "But." The, at the end of the day, we all have the same job that we all have to do. What's it called? To 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 daven to the Rebbeinu Shlom and and to do these things to to serve the Rebbeinu Shlom. Same concept. Okay. Fine. We'll just end up with this last tickle, and that'll be it. <coughs> we know there's a famous medrash that says that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up, uh, the Gemara actually, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to get the the, the Torah from Har Sinai, so the, he had a fight with Malach. Malach turned to Rabbi Shlomo and said, "Why are you giving it to Basvedam? And uh, they, you should give it to us. We're Malachim, and uh, they're going to ruin it." So, Moshe, so the Rabbi Shlomo turned to Moshe and said, and told Moshe Rabbeinu, "Okay, answer them." So Moshe Rabbeinu turned to them and said, he gave them an example. He says, "Do you have Kabbalah Savicha? No." Do you have a life signet? No. So he says, so what are you going to do with the Torah? The Torah doesn't belong to you. So Chatzka Bramsky says, no. He says, that wasn't the Machlechus over here. The Machlechus was very simple. There are Malachim are screaming, we know where the Torah is, that's where the Koyach Psak is. He says, what better place can the Koyach Psak be than be by Malachim? People who are 100% doing what the Ritzen Rabbani Shalem is. People who are doing what the Ritzen Rabbani Shalem, they're the people who, who know what the Torah should be. They should know what the Psakim are. So Rukhaz says, no, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu says, no, you think it's just about knowing what, what, what the Rabbani Shalom wants? He says, knowledge is worthless. He says, the whole Kaykh of Sak is for one reason, one reason only. We're, we share material mitzvahs, and that gives us the Siyat al that we can pass and write. He says, if you can't do Kibra Aveim, and you can't do Leisirtzach, you can't do Leisirtzach, he says, you can't do mitzvahs. If you can't do mitzvahs, you can't paskin. He says, it's not about knowledge. It's all about the Siyat HaDashmaya that Rabbi gives you because you're Shemitah HaRamitzvahs. When you're Shemitah HaRamitzvahs, that's what the schus is that you're able to do it. And that's what he says, that that was the Machlekes, Moshe Rabbeinu with the Malachim. He's saying that you're right. That it was taka just pshat, that you have to get who knows better, that I would be with you. But if it has to be because of Siyat HaDashmaya that we know that Rabbi Shalom helps us because we do this, that can only come from Klai And that's how Moshe Rabbeinu told them that you don't do mitzvahs and therefore it can't be by you. Yes, you're clear.